Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Stephen Monteith, and I'm here to talk about myself. This is the first time I've ever had a podcast. I'm a writer more than a speaker. I mostly do sci-fi and fantasy stories, though I've dabbled in horror and westerns and some other genres. I'll have links to my online posted stuff in the description. I want, I've always wanted to write stories. I mean, I never... When growing up, thought that I would ever actually be able to do anything with it. When I had uh, um, when I had all these books that I loved, there were also these notes from the authors that say it's so hard to become a successful writer. Yeah, they'd offer statistics or they'd say something like that, but they also said that when you write, you write for yourself because you just can't help it, because it's what you love doing. And that's eventually uh, how I came to the realization that I was going to write. I've always loved telling stories. We had a... I grew up in the 80s. Some of you listening will be able to do the math, and you'll be able to draw some depressing conclusions from that. But we had, uh, back then, uh, my family had this big, clunky, electronic typewriter where you would turn it on and it'd sound like you're inside a factory. And I would try to, you know, write just little stories. None of them were that uh, original. They were very derivative. Yeah. I grew up watching uh, the Star Trek uh, movies and TV shows of the time, and... The stories that I write would always seem to be uh, just direct copies of, you know, the movie plots. (laughs) But eventually, you know, the more I read, the more uh, my horizons expanded, and I started to become more inspired. I read uh, Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. I read The Hobbit by Tolkien. I read The Chronicles of Narnia. Um... And I read the Star Wars Expanded Universe novels when they started coming out. And those all really inspired me. You might see a bit of, uh, you might see a bit of influence from them in my writing. What really inspired me was, uh, was David Eddings. He had, uh, he had this series called The Belgariad and a follow-up series called The Malorian. And they're just seriously my favorite epic fantasies ever. That that was when I really started to get serious about my writing. Um, this was all during the first half of my life, the first eighteen years. Uh, Post high school, I started. I started to really expand my horizons. I started uh, 
getting more into uh, things like Douglas Adams and Doctor Who, and of course Harry Potter had uh, come out around this time. I started uh, reading those books and seeing those movies. Uh, I was watching a lot more uh, general stuff on TV, too. It wasn't just uh, shows like Buffy and Angel or Battlestar Galactica. It was also things like Law and Order, uh, Castle, House, Bones, NCIS. And as far as books went, I started, you know, I started realizing that I needed to get more into the classics, you know, the actual classics, going all the way back to... Uh, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and uh, you know Dante's Inferno you know there's a whole wide range of things don't want to get too deep into it I also started discovering anime uh, that had just started coming onto the scene here in the states uh, obviously Dragon Ball Z was out by that time but uh, Cartoon Network uh, had started showing things like Inuyasha and Bleach and Cowboy Bebop. And, of course, there were uh, movies like the Studio Ghibli movies, uh, Princess Mononoke. Uh, it's a fantastic film. And so, and I started seeing their influences all over the place. And I realized that I could be influenced more by things like that. I started writing... Uh, a story, a short story series called The Trials of Seven Fell, and it was sort of a, sort of a distillation of all these different types of uh, stories in there. You'd have a character who had, uh, well, I don't want to talk too much about it. You know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to cover in this. It's just an introductory podcast, and of course, if you want to know what the story's about, you can always go ahead and read it. Um, I also started going to sci-fi conventions more. A, uh, a friend of mine eventually dragged me to, uh, to one down in Atlanta called Dragon Con, and that really did change my life. It really opened my eyes and opened my mind to things, because one of the big draws of it was that a couple of my favorite Star Wars Expanded Universe authors were going to be doing a writer's workshop. And that was going to take up uh, a fair portion of the weekend, and I signed up for that. And that was, uh, and among other things, among some really great writing tips, uh, something that one of them pointed out was Writers need their own websites. Now, uh, I'd always been sort of uh, aware of the internet. I wasn't, I, you know, would go on chat rooms and stuff, and uh, I think Facebook had come out by this point, but I had never really considered that uh, the internet could be a useful tool for an author. So, when I got home, from that uh, convention, I started looking into the possibilities. I wanted to create a site that, I mean, this was 
this was actually pretty ambitious, I think, because I wanted to create a site that wasn't just for me, but that would be for other authors as well. And the site was called Fourth Day Universe. It would be a place where a whole bunch of authors could come and showcase all their stuff. But, um, and I did a lot of, you know, modestly speaking, I did a lot of really great things with it. But it never really got on the scale that I wanted it to. And so eventually I had to, I had to sort of dial it back. And uh, a lot of things were going on in my personal life at this time that I had to focus on. And of course, my writing was starting to suffer because of it. When you're a writer, you have to write like all the time. So eventually, and by eventually, I mean last year, I decided that I needed to to sort of scrap it and come up with something that was much more simple and something that was just for me, something that I could use uh, for myself. And eventually, if that took off, then I could see about integrating other people into it. I could see about talking to other people and seeing if they wanted to be part of that too. And... And I also had the idea at the time for a podcast. Now, like I said, I'm more of a writer than a speaker, and on Fourth Day Universe, I was I was actually still writing. I don't want to say that I wasn't writing. I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of great writing ideas for the site, but that's where I was putting all my effort at the time, and it wasn't going into my stories. It was going into things like uh, like genre spotlights, and you know. Um, silly theories and articles about how the future has arrived and uh, articles about how I would do, how I would re rewrite certain uh, sci-fi movies or TV shows. And I called that feature According to Fourth Day. Yeah. It'd be like, uh, you know, the Terminator franchise, you know, where it should go, Terminator According to Fourth Day. And like I said, I thought it was all pretty great, but it was still taking up so much of my writing time. And I still want to do things like that. And I'll and I'll do things like that during this podcast. Uh, uh, not this particular one, of course, but in future episodes, I might still do uh, an According to Stephen feature where I'll talk about you know, how movies are going, or how TV shows are going, and where I think they should be going. And I'll point out little interesting things, like uh, like something that used to be sci-fi that we now have. And I'll, and I'll even do my own award show. I'll talk more about awards in a future episode. But for right now, um, the podcast is just a way for me to to continue expressing my opinions about things without taking so much time away from my actual writing because I do want to spend more time writing I do want to spend more time telling stories my own stories not how I think other people's stories should be uh, told um, I have a friend who uh, encouraged me to come up with a vision statement for both my podcast and my writing, something to help me focus, because if there's one problem that I have, it's with focusing. You may have noticed me rambling a bit in this uh, particular episode here. But 
It took me uh, a couple of weeks, you know, writing vision statements. It's not really my thing, but eventually I came up with two uh, vision statements. The vision statement for my writing, I wanted to be... I wanted to be, you know, sort of poetic about it. I don't write poetry, but when I write prose, I am rather poetic. Um, I want my writing, the goal of my writing to be to share the lives of people who never were, but whom everyone knows, and to transport my readers to worlds that don't exist, but can still be visited, and to tell stories that never happened but are true. You see, when you write uh, fiction, and you have uh, you have the option, you have the opportunity to write about things that never happened. But you still need to you still need to tell it in a truthful manner, in a way that your readers can recognize, in a way that when they read it, they can say, "Yeah, that's just what my life is like." You know, well, I. It's like I know these people. It's like I'm experiencing something with them. And that's obviously harder to do when you do sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, you're talking about people in spaceships or in schools for witchcraft and wizardry. But, as I said, I grew up reading books like that and watching movies and TV shows like that. So I knew it could be done, and that's always what I've wanted to do. And and you'll hopefully feel, when you read my stories, that I've accomplished that task. And when you read my, and when you're listening to my podcast, my vision statement for my podcast is to offer my perspective on sci-fi and fantasy topics in such a way as to promote positive interactions, entertainment, and criticism and to share this perspective through my podcast, on social media, at conventions, and in my writings. Because I think that lately uh, we really need to promote more positive interactions online and in person, more positive criticisms, more positive entertainments. We need, uh, we need to have less fandom rivalries and more fandom uh, friendlies, friendly fandoms, yeah. Okay, um, so that's basically the point, the point of me, the point of this show, the point of my writing. Hopefully I'll be able to uh, stick to that point, and hopefully you'll want to follow me along. Thank you for listening to this. I will have more episodes up at least weekly and maybe even more so so keep your ears open thank you for listening hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus